Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello, my friends. Welcome. Welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host, Patrick Starks. And today we're going to get back onto the path of having our discussions about writing. Now, I'll be the first to say I'm no guru and I'm no wise man. So I can only give you what I've learned from my journey of becoming a writer. Some things that I've learned might work for me, but they might not work for all of you. And that's what we're going to talk about of like finding your own way of how you project this body of work out into the world. One tip that I have learned recently, I forgot from who it was. Uh, I just came past a short clip on YouTube and the guy was talking about, you know, breaking down how you read stories, uh, taking notes, which I assume that's not what most of us do. I mean, I never did it. Uh, I haven't done that since like elementary, you know, remember those book reports we had to do when we were like really young kids, the same will apply as adults. Like sometimes we need to give ourselves these book reports so we can get a better understanding of how the different authors that we read break down their stories. We might find something that works for us. A lot of this can come down to like how we break down our chapters. Our chapters might be broken down into parts where you have a chapter, but then it's broken down into like five chapters and then you go into part two and then part two has five chapters or you can do the classic where you just have chapter to chapter and there's no parts. It's just chapters. But even so, by doing these book reports, you'll get a better understanding of how to introduce your main characters and your supporting characters and your villains. I find that that was the hardest part for me when I started writing was introducing characters but the more I read I learned how to introduce each character and how I wanted the villain to come into play and how I wanted the hero to come into play and how the supporting characters came into play but that was all with me being this avid reader but I found that I could get a better grasp on how to structure those things out when I started taking notes on the books I was reading. Now you don't necessarily have to do this for every book you read I would just say choose a particular book that you might be really deep into, you know, decode it and just figure out where the author was coming from and really break it down and see how they connected the dots. Were they kind of like broadly placed out or were they kind of very linear? And even more so, when you write these notes down, you can compare it to your own stories that you've written and see where your style might have matched with it or if it didn't match at all. And so I think one of the key components to becoming a great writer is getting to really know who you are as a writer. What's your niche? Like, how do you like to write? And how do you like to build up your stories? And what type of audience are you trying to attract? And what's the end goal? Are you trying to teach uh, your stories? Are you trying to, like, entertain? A lot of times, again, in my stories, I like to teach. So I like to leave some morals at the end of the story that people can take with them to their everyday life. 
And so as far as like character development, we won't go too deep in that because we've already discussed this before in other podcasts. One thing I will say is let it be natural. Think about your everyday life and how you communicate with people and how you meet new people every day of your life, you know, and really look at the character development within each one of those new people you meet and how much you learn from them as time goes on. I mean, I've always said it. Most people in life are natural writers. I mean, we create characters every day. You know, we have an odd way of doing it as human beings. Sometimes let's go on a deeper perspective, shall we? It's it's kind of like when people assume stuff of other people, right? They don't know that person that very well. And so it makes them very curious of the actions and the intent behind that person. And so what a lot of people like to do in life is make assumption. An assumption is like another form of a character development, oddly. And it's kind of funny because it's not to actually say that that's that person's persona, per se, but in the other person's mind, they're creating their persona for them. They're creating this dialogue and this uh, character that they don't know. And so when you think about character development, I want you all to really think about the assumptions you might have made in the past or assumptions that you continue to make because believe it or not we still make assumptions every day it could be somebody you might be attracted to and you make the assumption oh they probably got a boyfriend or girlfriend and they probably are married or something like that that's an assumption that's the character development all on its own you're already creating a character or persona for the person that you have yet met it's the same way we assume how weather goes right we assume that it's going to be a sunny day out but Sometimes the rain comes and it's dumping. And so, again, we're not only creating characters in our head, but we're also creating these environmental happenings that would never even happen. So to conclude this part, I'm just saying, you know, take these assumptions and turn them into positives, right? Because usually assumptions are usually very negative and we don't want that, right? We don't we don't want any negative juju around us. We want some positivity. So take those bad habits, those assumptions And use it as a power for your writing. Use it as a superpower. Because a lot of things we do in life uh, can benefit us in a very, very good way. But we just need to flip them around. Sometimes we have to harness them in a way where they're not being used for bad intent, but good intent. But let's get back to the writing, shall we? Let's get back to how do we even start? And so, my friends, to start, we must first get this excitement, this joy, this urge to want people to read the story and not be affected by anything that may be negative. You should be your biggest cheerleader. You should be your biggest believer. And so as long as you're happy with your story and you're excited about your story, that's really uh, what all that matters. I believe sometimes as writers, we get too caught up in being the bestseller and trying to have this need to impress when really we have to get back to why we started in the first place. Any successful person out there only became successful was because they were sincerely passionate about what they were doing. They loved it. That was their first love. Now, if you're like me, it's not necessarily your first love. It could be your second or third, but what matters is that you love it and that you're excited about it. I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, how does one find excitement in their writing? Well, that all comes down to the plot. Is the plot exciting for you? Is it something that you think about on a daily basis? If it's, if it's something that you think about, 
on a daily basis, then it's most likely something you will finish and something you will be excited about and eager to show everyone, your friends, family, people you don't even know. You're going to be extremely excited to get it out for people to read it. It kind of goes along with the saying, you can tell a lot of person by their profile. What's the same thing about writing? You can tell a lot about a person by their writing and you can tell how much they were immersed into it and how much they weren't. And that's something you'll definitely see when you start breaking down uh, into these book reports and really decoding like what these authors do. You'll see the investment. You'll see how much they invested their time into the book and how much they did. Usually the ones that do have a lot of time invested will have a lot of time spent on characters. You will see a lot of depth even in the supporting characters. Where you tend to see less investment is when all the time and character development is spent on the hero and the villain, and there's not so much time spent on the supporting characters. And like I've said before, the supporting characters can be just as important as the hero and the villain because they are the ones that help push the lessons forward. They're the ones that help the hero and the villain see what they need to see in order to continue their pursuit or even stop at a halt to take what I call a side mission, learn something new that will aid them into completing that main mission that hero's journeys end, should I say. Although I hate to say that hero's journeys end because I personally feel like they don't. It's kind of like with life, our journey never ends. I think not even after we die, but that's in a whole different, <laughs> we're not going to go too spiritual into that. That's, that's a whole nother discussion, but um, yeah. Make every word count for every character. I mean, it definitely helped me. Um, You might find other ways that help you. Again, like I said, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to just give you tips and see if it clicks with you. And if it doesn't, that's okay. I'm always willing to listen and hear some of your thoughts on writing and how you all develop these amazing characters. If any of you guys have ever played Jenga, I like to think of my process of writing as kind of Jenga-related. Now, before you start saying, what the hell is this guy talking about? Uh, hear me out. I promise you that there is a good answer for this. Basically, like in the game Jenga, you build everything up. So as a writer, you build your story out. You write it all out. Don't think about any editing or any of that crap. Just write it all out. And so once you got them all stacked up high, once you got all your writing and your pages all out the way, then you start to pick it apart. Now, like in Jenga, you have to be very careful about what pieces you pull out or the whole thing will crumble. And so as a writer, this is a good time to really take your time and really look at the dots that don't go together. They don't connect because a lot of times when we go into the editing process of writing our stories, we get too overboard with it. We begin to lose vision and we begin to lose our belief on if the story actually works. And so we start to pull apart a lot of good stuff that could have been golden for our stories. And so like in the game Jenga, when you start getting eager and antsy about what needs to be taken out, it all falls apart because you weren't patient enough and you weren't taking your time to really do like we did in the book reports, right? Really decode it and figure out what is going on in the story and how these characters are being broken apart and how they connect. Because I'll say it, there's a few writers out there, they'll say that your first draft that you write, most of it's going to be crap, but I beg to differ. 
not all of it's crap. So don't get caught in that game of deleting everything and erasing everything out of your story. Not all of it's crap. Some of it, maybe, but most of it's probably going to work, especially if you've done it a couple of times. If you're somebody who's already been writing stories, you're an avid reader, trust the process. Trust yourself. You got it. I believe in the saying, uh, one man's trash is another man's pleasure, you know, and that's the same thing that goes into writing. One writer might think it's trash, but it might be freaking gold for you. It might be your pleasure to write, and it might just be pleasure for anybody who reads it. But all in all, guys, I think we're going to end the episode right here. Uh, I do have a lot of stuff to talk about still, but I think we're going to save it for the next episode because there's going to be a lot more in depth. Uh, We're going to get back into talking about outlines in the next episode here because I think we as writers, we tend to get away from that a lot. And even for myself, I'm noticing how much of a disservice that is doing to ourselves as writers because it's just, especially if you're writing a novel, it's just hard to keep up with what's going on if you don't have that outline. I know a lot of you guys don't like to do outlines. I hate doing them too, but I promise you it's one of those things that you're going to need to write a solid story. So, you know that, guys. Love you all. Keep writing. And stay tuned for the next episode. And you know it, as always, become a child again. Imagine, my friends. See you soon.